we are still on victory by the Spirit. Spiritual training. Spiritual training. You can go back to what was um, studying last week, Wednesday. Really, really punched some things last week. And I believe that we learned something that we are applying and we are planning to apply. Now, um, I mentioned last week that you cannot win consistently if you are not trained to do so. Training is important to God. In the economy of spiritual things, training is important to God. Training is important to God. The same way we've been teaching over the weeks that don't think of God as an erratic personality who just stands up and does anything he wants. And if God probably gives a word to somebody, it just automatically comes through and all those things. Those are ideas of God you need to start deleting and deleting early. Training is important to God. Training always comes before manifestation. Anytime you want to see or talk about the manifestation, the manifestation, you know, time of a man um, in fulfilling what God actually brought him to the world to fulfill and the things that God wants to do with his life, we are dealing with, at that time, you are talking about manifestation. Before the time of manifestation, when you study the patterns, all right, when you study the patterns of the scripture, you realize that God always has to train people before they come into the place that he has called them to be. Now, especially, let's give, for example, let's take um, uh, something like, uh, if God ever really wants to make anybody um, a kingdom financier, the, per- the person's curriculum of training is going to be different from somebody God is calling into ministry. So, yes, they might all be sitting in church, but the same message coming to them, God is using the same message to take them through a personal curriculum of training. You see, that kind of person, God will deal with the person differently. So you can be in the same church, God is talking to one person to give and telling the other person to win souls. For example, at a greater part of my life, as, uh, while we were in church, at a point in time, you know, it's, it's really inherent in every human person to want to be relevant in every strata, in any strata, um, be it in school, you know, I don't know if it's, it's like that for everybody, but personally, I always like to be relevant, all right? If it's in school, I like to be relevant. I, only want, I don't want to be the last person, all right? Then in the, in the house, I want to be relevant, all right? You realize that people usually kick back when they are ignored in any system. Right, they kick back when they acknowledge it. So you hear people say, nobody appreciates me. Because everybody really wants to be appreciated. Everybody wants to be celebrated. So when you see someone who is celebrated for either his giving or for you know, whatever the person is doing, you see, it boosts the person's confidence. So even maybe probably in the choir, you might, you might feel some way if you have been there for so long and you don't have the mic. You see, yeah, you want to have the microphone. It's, it's part. I think so. I think so. I was in the choir before, so I can tell for a fact that sometimes you really, you know, would like to be the one doing something. Everybody wants to be relevant. I think I'm telling the truth. (laughs) Everybody wants to be relevant. And there's nothing wrong with it, honestly speaking. Because if if something was wrong with fame, Bible wouldn't have mentioned that and the fame of Jesus spread abroad. So there's nothing wrong with fame. Right, so that's how come sometimes you hear you have some people hold mic in the choir and they never put the mic down. <laughs> the song is supposed to be five minutes, and for the next eight minutes, they keep repeating the song over and over and over and over. 
People have left churches because they were not given microphone. Some have left church because they've stopped backing. And like I said, really, there's nothing wrong with it. Everybody wants to be relevant. But I noticed something in the quest for relevance. I noticed that God doesn't have a problem, really, making you relevant. But he needs to train you for it. He needs to train you for it. So I, 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 I was talking about when I was growing up in ministry. At a point in time, the only, um, you know, this is, a, this is somewhere 2011, 2012, through 2013. There was something that, hap- that used to happen. A lot of emphasis at that time in church was given to partnership and giving. So, at that time, that was all, because at that time, if you were so in a, it's like the limelight was not so much on you as it was on the givers. So, at that time, it's like, if you're going to shine, you have to be a giver. And there's also nothing wrong with that. Because, you know, sometimes some people say, me, I'm doing this. Nobody's recognizing me. But you don't think of it like this. Let's say, you gave your last 10 cities and nobody recognized you. Alright? But we recognize the one who gave 10,000 cities. You see, you are thinking about yourself. You are not thinking about the sacrifice of the person who gave 10,000 cities. You see, you are thinking it because you are last. So we should recognize it. Meanwhile, the person who gave 10,000 cities to probably is doing so much. The person has obviously done a lot. Do you get it? So, it matters that those who, so if probably we had a, a, a church, something to do, which was 11,000 cities, even though you bought your last, it cannot do, <laughs> do you get it? Even though you bought your last, yeah, we know in your heart is your last, but we can't use your heart to pay, <laughs> we can't use your heart to pay whatever the problem is we need to solve. So the one who bought 10,000, we will clap for him. We, we love the person because the person has solved the problem. You understand? So instead of you to become bitter that you are not appreciated for your 10 CDs, rather tell yourself, as I keep giving this one, a day will come, I will single-handedly pay for this thing. You see, just know that at that time, it's not yet your time. Because the person was, then it is the person's time to shine. The person has entered relevance. Please, don't take yourself ahead of your time. Your problem is now starting with God. So, when those times came in church, what happened was, most of the guys started, you know, everybody wants to do a business because they wanted to give and be relevant. And I said, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody wanted to give and be relevant. So everybody was, you know, Charlie, I, I go do this move. And while we were all, because we're all young guys growing up, and while we're all in that particular phase, in that, in that time, as I prayed, God told me, don't stop winning souls. So as they kept becoming relevant, God kept telling me, stay with soul winning. Ha! That means Hiding. Because at that time, there's nothing for someone else. I see. So, there's a 
curriculum God was taking me. Psalm 144. Verse 1 is a Psalm of David. Blessed be the Lord, my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. What's the training? David is saying concerning God, he said, He teaches my hands to war. Now, he didn't say he teaches me to war. He said he teaches my hands to war. So now this is beyond precept. This is now he's actually actively involved in teaching your hands. That means he's now training you now. He's now training you. Training you. Now, I always say, from the things that are happening in church, what is becoming of you? You see, you need to track your progress. You need to track what is becoming of me. Look at yourself in the last one month. Have I grown? Have I grown? I can only share with you the things I know. I don't know it all yet. You know, the school of the spirit, you never graduate. You keep learning new things all the time. So, I, you can only keep getting better and keep growing more and more. See? So, you study. Observe the things God is teaching you. Now, take for example, the subject of faith. If in the subject of faith, you know, sometimes we, dis- we display pride without realizing. Take for example, the subject of faith. All right, you acted your faith on something and it seemingly did not show up. Then immediately people begin to question faith. They don't question themselves. They begin to question faith. What is wrong? It's a wrong approach. It's a wrong thing to do. You don't question the efficacy of the message or the efficacy of faith. You begin to question what don't I know? Okay, hold on. All of you sitting here, I have thought on faith. Am I right? I've thought on faith. And it appears to you that with the subject of faith, I have PhD. Am I right? At least from three nights of faith and power, I dissected and declared it. That means if it works per what I said, I should be able to do it for $10 million tomorrow, right? You think I don't like that money? (laughs) You think I don't like that money? I'll be doing it tomorrow. (laughs) There's a factor. There's a certain factor within it that does not permit me to even go in that direction. Which is my level. My father and the Lord, Pastor Bion this month has bought 18 cars and dashed to people in church. If you like and you say, we all have the same Holy Ghost, we all have the same Holy Ghost, we will be picking you up in some prison for, for fraud. I've seen what he has done. Last week he dashed nine cars, brand new. So if I say, I'm also a pastor, I'm also a pastor, I'm also a pastor. On Sunday, <laughs> on Sunday, I say, hey, you can. <laughs> you people can come and carry me my house. <laughs> at my level, I can give everybody the iPhone. The new one. I can give everybody at my level now. I won't say I am at the car place now. Do you understand? Do you understand? And I told you that practically faith works like gymming. No matter the zeal you have, let no motivational speaker lie you. <laughs> no matter the zeal, you know, sometimes, you know, when you start gymming, I've been there before, so I know what I'm talking about. When you want to start, some confidence. 
I'm going to do this and I'm going to come with my preferred body. Go. Go. So you go there. For me, the first gym I went to when, that years ago, if I continue, I'm sure by this time I'm Hokogan or something. So I went there and I was so fired up. Motivation. So, so fired up. I started picking the big, big ones. Taking it. Me, breast to me, you know, I was picking. And one, the, the gym instructor came and told me, it's not like that. You hurt yourself. Start with the small ones. It looked like a hard thing, but I had to start from somewhere. I noticed that from there, I was getting somewhere. From there, I was getting there. After a while, I started looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, whoa. The reason why I didn't, I didn't continue those things, even till now, even till last year, I started again. The reason I don't continue is that this year has been a year of fasting. I have fasted this year. And you can't gym with fasting. I've done so much fasting this year. And I, I think I should leave the gym for gym people. Yeah, because the moment I start, I'm, I'm going to the gym. Aside um, keeping fit, jogging around and all that. Once you're going to lift metals and all that, the next thing is God says, you are doing a 21 days fast. You are doing a 40 days fast. You are doing this. Yeah. So I think this thing is not for me. So whoever it is for, the Lord be with them. All right, so, so yeah, that back up to my story. Before I can get to some of these places, all right, you have to know where you are with God. You see, you have to know where you are with God. In your training, where are you? You see, in your training, where are you with God? And if God is training you, there are so many things that will be happening. Let me show you something. Last week, I told you about how God did not lead the children of Israel through the way of the Philistines, even though it was shorter. You were here, right? Yeah. Now, go to Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 21. Look at this. This is amazing. Just as amazing as the other one. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 21. It says, okay, let's start from verse 20. That will make more sense. It says, moreover, the Lord thy God will send the hornet among them. Talking about uh, the people they were going to, you know, meet on that land, the promised land. He said, the Lord thy God shall send the hornet among them. He says, until they that are left and hide themselves from thee be destroyed. Verse 21. Thou shalt not be affrighted at them, for the Lord thy God is among you, a mighty God and terrible. Now look at verse 22. And the Lord thy God will not, uh, said, will put out those nations before thee little by little. Thou mayest not consume them at once, lest the beast of the field increase upon thee. He says, even though I promise you the whole promised land, he said, you're not going to get everything at once. He said, I'll begin to drive out the people who are occupying those lands. He said, I'll drive them out little by little. He said, because if I drive them out at once, there are animals there who will give birth more than the way people are giving birth, and they will multiply upon you. So, the thing you are, you, are, you are looking for and forcing to enter, you don't know there are challenges. When you want to be a big boy, there are big boy problems. Father, I want a jeep. Father, I want a jeep. Do you know how much it costs to fill a jeep tank? That one is another level on its own. You'll probably be spending about a thousand cities on, on, on fuel every week. And that one will, will become another prayer point. <laughs> Do you get it? Then, if you say, Father, I want a jeep. Father, a jeep. If something spoils on the jeep, you are back to your Uber life. Do you understand? He said, I will drive them out little by little. So you have to understand God. Now, is this consistent with the nature of God? Yes! Jesus said, when he was about to um, go back to heaven, about to ascend, he says, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, 
then in Judea, then in Samaria, then he said before the ultimate parts of the earth. So, Father, you know, if you, you, you are sensing that God is going to use you as you are praying, he said, God said, He's going to use you, He's going to use you, He's going to use you. The next thing you want to be on TV. The next thing you want to be on Facebook Live. Go the wrong. The next thing you say, God is sending you to Russia. The question for you now is that which Russia? Is it the one at Sukura or the Russia outside? That's the question I want to ask you. If God truly is going to use you, you will start at Jerusalem. Jerusalem is your immediate surrounding. Why? Because as a cell leader, you, you will learn many things. As a, if you're a cell leader, you will learn many things as a cell leader. And you know, the funny thing about, about young people, you know, today I'm going to hit on some things. I'm going to hit on some things. Why should you take the spiritual training very serious? Because many young people will never become who God said they will be. They will never become it because of certain things I'll mention. Check the scriptures. Many young ministries were aborted. Many young ministries. Many young promising ministries were aborted. One is the ministry of Samson. Do you know, do you know the prophecy that came ahead of Samson? That, that, that kind of calling shouldn't have failed. An angel appeared to his parents to tell him he was coming. The day the angel was leaving, the angel left in the midst of smoke. Dramatic. <laughs> was that? Dramatic ministry. Like, if anything is anything... You know why I want to laugh? Because I remember. See how Pastor B has given outcasts. I remember three nights of faith and power. I gave all of the hundred dollars. I've tried. And I've done my own. I'm not going to put myself in any, any pressure. As a, he said, no, no, you, you, you. No. He's Pastor B. I'm a pastor. Pastor what? The managing director of Echo Bank and the managing director of Achimamu Yabia Rural Bank are not the same. They can all be called MDO, but there's, there's, there's a difference in the MD. So what? I am the CEO of I'm the, if the CEO of, of, of Amazon and the CEO of whatever. Guatemala plantain, something, something. They are all CEOs, but there's a difference. Right now, somebody is selling Brazil, it says I see you. <laughs> so you have to know, as you are acting your faith, you need to know the where you are in your faith. You see, you see. <laughs> father, 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 please, father, Lord. As I've seen, you know, somebody in a Benz, I receive Benz. The nearest angel to you. I'll be looking at you like this. Have you seen that meme? Because now, after the... <laughs> because after the, the, the Benz comes, you realize that... Hmm. So you see, he said he will not put them at once. He said not even because of enemies. Though. The problem is not the, 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 the people on the land. Though. The problem is not that. God said that after I burn around for it, there are problems that have to do with occupying a land when you are not ready for it. So the beast of the field will multiply against you. Hmm. I want to advise all of you. Grow well. Don't just grow. Grow well. Grow well. Give attention to growing well. And when you are not yet developed, don't cry for certain platforms. They will weaken you. There are certain platforms that when you have not developed, when you stand on them, you have, you, you, you have now destroyed yourself. You're not ready for them. I would always thank God for my father and the Lord. Pastor B. He always guided me right. You're certain platforms, you tell me, no, don't go there. 
No, don't go here. No, don't do this one. No. And I thank God I always listened. I thank God I always listened. Because anytime I listen, at that time, it never made sense. Never made sense. At the time, they, for example, imagine you're doing music, all right? You're doing music. The, and the, the, the aim of every music person is that your song will go out. True or false? Let's not lie. Let's not lie. Do you understand? It's not, let's not lie. It's not, we are not even coming to massage the thing. To say that, oh, I want to sing for the Lord. Please, please. <laughs> then sing in your bathroom. Then sing in your bathroom. So, apart from singing for the Lord, you want to sing to, <laughs> to the Lord and others too should also know that you have sung to the Lord so that they can also join you to sing to the Lord. I, I'm sure that's well packaged now. Yeah, so nobody... Jesus Christ says, nobody lights a candle and put it on his bed. So, no, let's not lie. Let's be, let's be serious. That's why sometimes drummers and keyboardists get angry. Because the singers take all the shine and they have been pressing the thing for them. They wish they can say, hi, I'm here. You see? So, truth is that you really want it. So, and if in Ghana, in Ghana, now I don't think it's really as strong as hot. In Ghana, say five years ago, Abegu Santana wanted to interview me. Don't you think it was a big thing? Maybe some of you don't understand. It's big. Now I don't know how strong it is because I only do radio again. Those times, if Abegu Santana wants to interview you, what are you saying? It's like, wow, so important to hear because people listen to him. Or people are too young for to know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. So I got, he actually reached out to me. He wanted to interview me. I'm like, wow, this is going to be big. So we're having early morning prayer. And I said, let me go and tell Pastor that this is so, so that he doesn't, because this one is white, that he doesn't hear it somewhere and say, ah, you know, I always made myself available for counsel. All the people around me, around the same time, who never made themselves available for counsel, I don't know where they are now. I always made myself available for counsel. And the thing about counsel is that don't give timeline. And if the answer has not come to stand where you are. So there's some people, if they don't tell me, if they don't tell me, I'm going to do this. You are not ready for counsel. So I went to him. He said, don't go. Ah! Okay. Yes, sir. He said, if radio makes you, radio will destroy you. And he told me the story of Pastor Chris. He said, Pastor Chris never, as a man of God growing up, never honored any invitation. TV, radio, nothing. Never. So you can insult him all you care. You didn't, you, you can insult him on radio, TV. None of you made him who he is. So it will be impossible for any of you to bring him down. Because he didn't rise by that. It was a very hard decision to take. Because everybody doing music. Because I was thinking, the number of people who hear me that day and hear what I've been in the studio for. Ha! Lord. Why? So I just followed. I thank God I did. Thank God I did. All right. So last week, I started talking about some of the things God wants to train you in. All right. There are certain things God would like to train you in. One of them is spiritual authority. So um, I talked about the th- how God trains people. And I said one is by precept and the other is by practice. All right. Precept. He said all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for um, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction. The word instruction there is training. And I will give you training. 
for, for training in righteousness. So to be able to walk with God, to be able to navigate uh, with God, there is the need to have the scripture. Because he said, the scripture will give you training in righteousness. So training can be done by precepts. Whereas God begins to teach you through the scriptures, this and that and that. Then another way you can also um, gain training through the scriptures is learning from the stories of the people there. Okay? Learning from the stories of the people there. Learning from the stories of the people there. So scripture is profitable for instruction in righteousness. When you begin to check the, the Bible and you begin to see how some people behaved and what became of them, then you now begin to know what to do and what not to do. Forever and ever, we will begin, we will always learn from the mistake of Saul. Forever and ever. Anytime we contrast Saul and David, we only look at, look at Saul. Okay? And the reason why I was hammering on training in spiritual authority is, you know, you will make a very big mistake. You make a very big mistake if you ignore your fathers. You know the mistake of a lot of young people? They think they are about to start something new. Most young people think they are about to, you know, we are about to destroy. We are about to bring something new to the industry. Has never ever happened before. It's one of the deceptions of being a young person. The old Toms will laugh at you. Do you know when the protest started? The old Nigerian men who were young people by 1989 actually said nothing will come out of this. Why? They did it when they were young. They actually said so. I listened to a few of them. And one of them actually also wrote. Another also wrote to her, his daughter saying, listen, they are protesting, protesting. He said, we also did it. In 1989, he said the same people we did it against are in power today. And he said, we don't change anything by this. Now, but the young will not listen. They will not listen. They will tell you this is their time to do it and nobody could not do it from then. They are about to do it. So the old homes will sit down and look at them. Now, you don't need... You know, they, they didn't need a prophet. I see. They didn't need a prophet to tell them that this is how it's going to end. Why? Why? They used history. They were there. Listen, they were there. They saw what happened. And they realized that you are actually dealing with the same political oligarchist who know how to fight by instilling fear. What was the point of What's the point of the killings? The point of the killings is that you will see it and be afraid and not come out again. That's the point of the killings. Somebody said that, as for Ghana, this one cannot happen here because what they will use to fight, they will rather do the Asa. (laughs) I think that's a very mean thing to say. You know, in Wales, they were dealing with the same political oligarchy. And, and it was like the predictions of the old happened exactly. How I wish we listened to our fathers. How I wish. So for instruction in righteousness. 
In the Bible, there was a man called Rehoboam. Rehoboam was the one who succeeded. Hmm. <laughs> he succeeded Solomon. He was the son of Solomon. He succeeded Solomon. And Rehoboam actually was faced with a challenge when he became king. Because there was Jeroboam. And Jeroboam was, you know, he was under the tribute of Solomon. And so he was paying high taxes to Solomon. Now, it got to a time that when Rehoboam was now king, Jeroboam came and said, listen, I want to reduce the taxes that, you know, were paying to your father. I want you to reduce it so that we can actually, you know, continue. He didn't say, I'm going to rebel. He said, I'll keep paying, but just reduce it. Let, let's so that we can function together. Now, when they agreed, when he said, Rehoboam told them, okay, give me three days. I'm going to think about it. I'll get back to you. Now, Rehoboam went to his father's um, uh, advices and spoke to his father's advices. His father's advices said, do it. His father's advices said, do it. So make sure you do it. Reduce it so that you can live in harmony with them. Then he had other young advices. He said, no, no, don't do it. Rather tell them that if they don't pay and even pay more, you are going to now take them through hardship. Guess what? Rehoboam listened to the young advices. And that is how Judah and Israel splitted. That's what caused the split. That's what caused the splitting. It turned into war. Meanwhile, Solomon was, was quite free of wars. You see, so if Rehoboam was sitting down when Solomon was ruling, he would be thinking that, ah, he's a king, it's easy, easy, it's easy, it's easy. I can be a king, it's easy. I can be. He didn't know what was Solomon doing to keep Jeroboam under. He didn't know. You see, I tell you, many young ministries are aborted by some of these things. You know, let me tell you something. You see, it, it, to get to the top, you just need to be strong. But to remain at the top, you need to be wise. Every time I pray, I say, God, let me last. Let me last. Because what is happening right now, shaking, 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 shaking. It's like, everybody, ha, Pastor Enoch, have you listened to Pastor Enoch? Have you heard Pastor Enoch podcast? Have you seen Pastor Enoch? Pastor Enoch, Pastor Enoch, Pastor Enoch. It's not it, oh. There are many people who have done this. There are many people who have done what I'm doing today who did not end well. When he says that, all scripture is by inspiration of God and is profitable. Profitable. Let me tell you one indication. Listen, don't if 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 you are going to make any serious thing out of your life, one indication. Avoid anybody who tells you. Avoid anybody who tells you the Bible is not complete. Let me speak in uh, trees more. You will see young, young preachers on Twitter, on Facebook. The Bible, you know, passed through the hands of men, so we never know the books that were not added. The apophrican. This book, the Bible. Don't joke. Don't joke. The Bible. Do you know what that book has survived? 
We are not talking about what the book has done, what it has survived. Now, we don't know who you are. We don't know how strong you are until we know what you have survived. I'm not talking about what the book has done. No. Tell me what the book has survived. Do you know what that book has survived? At the time, at a point in time, that book was extinct. At a point in time, that book was extinct. You see, people. Let me tell you something. Almost every man of God, every man of God, no matter how gifted he was, if at any point in his ministry he disregarded the Bible, they all didn't end well. You can go and do your research. <laughs> they, you know, did you, you saw the, did you um, see the story of the, they said he was a prophet who killed his wife in the U.S. You know, before he did that, he had already preached in his church that the Bible is not correct. Oh, yes. Oh, it's on YouTube. You can see it. Yeah, I preached it. And it was with somebody, and they were debunking the Bible. You know, they were debunking the Bible. They were debunking the Bible. And certain books, some, some of the, the, there's inconsistency over here, and inconsistency over there, and they were actually bringing out certain points. But all the things they were saying, they, they, are just, they are just not well read. Because, you see, there can be a translational error. That is why you need to know. You know, just like every Muslim knows Arabic, at least every Christian should know some basic Hebrew. There are some basics that if you ever know Hebrew, you never, there, there's no inconsistency in the scriptures. None. I've not seen one. So, he actually said so. And those kind of parts are dangerous. Don't pass there. Don't pass there. Those kind of parts are dangerous. Don't go there. I had a man of God saying, you know, hmm. If Paul was here, he would have edited a lot of the things he said. Someone is calling for someone is calling for what someone is calling for the updating of the book of Acts. They should add God's generals. He said, Hey, leave what is there. Read the other books. Why you come to add it to the Bible? And you know, when we talk like this, <laughs> you know that when we talk like this, they think we rather don't know. <laughs> The thing we rather don't know. When we talk like this, but I discovered something. I discovered what will make me last. What will make me last? What will make me last? Is that I shouldn't remove the ancient landmarks. Give me that scripture. Remove not the ancient landmarks which the fathers have set. There's Proverbs. There's one in Jeremiah, but I'll take this one. He said, Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Don't, don't go near those things. Don't remove the borders that the scriptures have set. Let me tell you, if you're a man of God and I ever listen to you and you ever speak against the Bible, that's my last time. doesn't matter what you have done before. It doesn't matter how you have blessed me before. That's the last time. I cannot trust you. I cannot trust you. I said, a lot, a lot of times, things like this, eh, they will go on and argue with you and argue and argue, argue, argue with you. You know what you do? I said, you leave the rest of time. 
time is a revealer. If they continue like this, you don't need a prophet to tell you how they will end. You will see it. You see it. You see a young pe- uh, uh, preacher on, on, on Facebook correcting. Let me not use correcting. Calling out somebody like Pastor Benny. No, I don't say things. I don't give you examples that have never happened. I want, from today, just remember that I don't give you examples that have never happened. I always give you examples that I have seen. What I'm saying, I saw it. Corrected, Pastor Benny. Let me tell you some wisdom for you now. When your father is wrong, and you know your father is wrong, there's a way to address the matter. That you go outside and call out your father. You know, you're a novice. First, first Timothy chapter 3. Okay, Jeremiah 6, verse 16. Let me read it to you. There's, hmm. He says, Thus seeth the Lord. Now, this is not. This is not Jeremiah said, I saw it somewhere. He said, Thus seeth the Lord. Solomon said it later. But he said, Thus seeth the Lord. He said, Stand ye in the ways. Pay attention. Stand ye in the ways and see. Ask for the old paths. Ask for the old paths. You want to last? The, he, 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 he. Do you know how many men of God have risen and became nothing later? We're on fire. There's nobody. Miracle. Stand ye in the ways. And see, ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk. <laughs> God is saying, God is saying, You don't have to make your life difficult. He said, As you are going, ask. What did David do? David was broken. Okay, you break. What did Saul do? Saw disobeyed God partially. You watch it. Ask for the old paths. When I see young people today, I cry. Like I said, in their mind, they are about to start. You will see, you will see a young preacher. There's a revelation I have that is going to turn everything around. You say what? Tell what? I'm about to have three days of fire. And what is about to happen in these three days of fire has never happened in the history of the church. Let me tell you something. If truly... The Holy Ghost is about to use you to do something that's never happened in the church. Even you, you'll be afraid to see it. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 6. I mentioned it last week. Not a novice. Not a novice. Lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Listen to this now. 
There was a day, Pastor wanted to have a meeting with some of us. Now, I took time and I rebuked the young man, so I'm sure he'll never do it again. Now, this young man, Pastor wanted to have a, a meeting with us, and he, he's, a, he's a young, among the youngest of the pastors who were coming for the meeting. He didn't come for the meeting. Why? And at the time we were supposed to have the meeting, I was supposed to have service. I don't know if you all remember, there was this Sunday, second service, I left. Do you understand? Because that's going to have me to you, Pastor. And he was the youngest of the pastors over there. Now, he didn't come. When he was done, he said, oh, he was, he was preaching a certain series and he was not done. Now, the people would not really understand. So, he can't leave the, the ship. It looks like he said a nice thing, right? He can't really leave the ship. Like, it looks like me. I left 2,000 people and I went, yes, I will leave you again if Pastor calls me. If Pastor calls me, I will leave you again. I pledge my allegiance to leave you again if Pastor calls me. I'm telling you today. If you ever see me, there's no me. Is the prince of Assyria. Because when you are novice, you think you have not. You see crowd and you think that. Because that day, that day I made the second service. <laughs> Top and down was full. You understand? So if anything, I just, ah. and when you see top and down full, that's almost 2,000 people. All a little more than. Say, wow, 2,000 people. Wow. And I'm going to leave. I'm going to have a meeting with Pastor P. Just one person. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I cannot leave the ship. I cannot leave the ship. You are a novice. When you are when you are when you are not a novice and you have been around for long, no, a novice is not by reading. When you, when you are not a novice, it's not by reading. That one is by practice. If you're a novice, it means you have been around. Not a novice. When you're a novice, you you you, you know that uh, yeah, you, you just came. You just started seeing crowds, so you can't leave them. Not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. When you see somebody. Throwing money around. He's a new rich man. Novice rich man. The real rich people, they don't throw money around. You hardly even find money on them. Now, haven't you seen the pictures of some of these guys? The Zuckerberg and the green shirts. The, the nouveau rich chains and ah, wait oh. So I'm thinking oh. So that if I'm asking, so if, how, how, that how, will I be there? Then Pastor Pete will say, leave what you are doing and come now. Then I'll start saying, Pastor, please, I'm really having a very important, it can never come out of my mouth, Holy Spirit of God knows. That is how I left all of you. <laughs> I went. And I've told you, I've told you before, I said, if Pastor says, I should go and pastor children's church. There's one, th there's one, there's one thing you come and see me in my house. The songs that little children sing. I'll be learning it. <laughs> then you'll be saying, Ezekiel, Professor. I'll be shaking myself in my house, learning how to do it. Ezekiel, Professor. Somebody, somebody is probably handling um, something in church. They probably was handling, um, let's say, let's say the person was a PA, all right? Was pastor's PA. The pastor says, okay, now stop this one. Go and be in technical detail. Then he's offended. You're a novice. You're a novice. Someone is a fellowship leader, you rebuke the person and say, okay, you leave your fellowship, go and 
go and be a solid, go and start from a cell leader. It might be very painful, but if you leave, you're a novice. You have actually proved that it should have been collected from you. Not a novice. Nobody who is a novice will be put in leadership. Because, you see, you don't understand why you are there. You don't understand why you are there. You don't understand why you are there. At least, if you don't have humility in you, have gratitude. Have gratitude. Let, take, 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 let me take myself for an example. When I came to church, I didn't know the difference between Corinthians and Chronicles. But I came to meet Pastor B preaching. And he taught me so many things. All my fundamentals in the Bible from him. So how will I now know so much that I am now going to correct? I should be beaten. I see spiritual authority. God will train you with spiritual authority. Because you realize that um, David and all his mistakes, God did not weigh them as important as Saul's disobedience. You know, you know what, you know what Samuel told Saul? This is what Samuel told Saul. It's amazing. He said, when you were small in your own eyes, you did what was right. Oh, you're forgotten. When you came to church, you've forgotten. When you came to church and you didn't know anything. When you came to church and you, you, you were so full of humility, you've forgotten so soon. You've forgotten. You've forgotten. You, you know the people who are funny? Those who came to church with nothing and God started blessing them in church and they now criticize in church. You've forgotten. You've forgotten where you came from. No, no, you know... <laughs> I, I, you know, you know, no, Pastor Enoch is a man of God, but you know, you know, some of them say you must face facts. You must face the facts. And let me tell you something. When I start talking like this and preaching like this, know that I'm a prophet. You, you just notice this will start happening right now. When I preach, I'm like, the next thing was, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> when I preach, I'm like, you just, you just start saying, I'm like, like, tendencies. No, you must face the facts. You must face the facts. Pastor Nino needs to Pastor Nino needs to give attention to you know the self-leaders and the soul winners. It's not all about giving. You know, it's not about giving so much of late too much. You know, let me tell you this thing I'm telling you, eh? You go and check down the it has started happening. You go and check it has started happening. I'm telling you. Yeah, I know it when I'm speaking by the Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. It's not about it's not only about giving. It's not about giving. No, 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 no. See, it's like, you know, the church started with sowing and now it's, they're only giving attention to the givers. And why are you saying that? Poverty. That's the reason you're saying it. I said that it's because of poverty. I say it's because of poverty. Poverty is your, 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 your reason. Say, I keep acting my faith. I see. Keep acting your faith. Keep acting your faith. Ah. There was a time. This thing I'm saying, it happened sometime in when 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 um, Aveno Church, oh Pastor B. It happened sometime. There was a there was a man who came to the church. He was very rich. He came, gave, gave. So people started liking him. After giving all those things, he swept some of the church leaders, followed him away from the church. What, what, what was the, 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 the message? That here is only giving. If you, if you don't give, nobody knows you. At a point in time, it almost affected all of us. 
Does everybody not come and talk to you? You know, be very careful about those who say it's sensitive. It's not sensitive. It's emotional. It's not, it's a, no, but listen, you need to be, let, let's face the facts. Let's face the facts. Let's face the facts. Pastor is not being sensitive. Someone told me that the way I talk against depression, I'm not sensitive. Someone told me that I don't know. I don't know what people are going through. Wow. Instead of them to look at themselves and say, hey, I'm not functioning correctly. I'm not functioning correctly. Machine is not functioning correctly. They will not look at that, rather. They are looking at what you are saying that you should rather come to their level. Yes, we do come to people's level all the time. But while I'm coming to your level, you know, I'm also showing you it's not here. You're not supposed to be here. There's nobody. Eh? If I preach on, it's not right for you to be depressed. There's nobody who comes to see me later and says I'm depressed, that I sack the person. There's not one. I'll not sack the person. I'll help the person. And they all know. Because I understand the two blades. On, on, while I'm teaching you, I have to teach you the truth and tell you that this thing is not correct. It's not correct. You're, you are functioning wrongly. I'll teach you that. But yes, I know so, we are all not at the same level and I might have to help some other people come up. So when this person came to church and was doing all those things and people were following him, you know, some, some were following him. If you were a novice, you will follow him. If you're a novice, you'll follow him. They came to poach me. They were poaching people with cars. You, you know what I'm talking about now. They were poaching people with cars and money. They were poaching people with cars and money. Oh, they follow me to, the, to my church. A new church. But, but pastor does not think about you people. Does not think about you people. No, and these things were in the Bible. They happen in the Bible. They happen in the scriptures. No, I mean, things don't surprise me again. No. Human beings don't surprise me again. Absalom did it. And some of you, when you hear the story of Absalom, all you begin to think is, Absalom was a bad son. And then, no, go and read the story well. You will realize that, you know, Absalom was also another promising, he, he had a promising ministry. He was so charismatic. Like, the people like Absalom. You know what he actually did? He actually changed the narrative. You know what he did? He went to look for the real problems in Israel and how David was not getting time for all the people. Then he now went to start a whole collision of I want to help you people. Yeah, that is what he actually did. And this kind of spirit, they work in church. They work in church. Oh, I want to, re- I want to help. I want to help. Pastor, you know, it's not the thing that pastor can do, do. I want to really help you people. You see? You see? You see? Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't, don't mind pastor. He's always busy, always, uh, every time you call him, he doesn't pay. All those no, no, no. We have to know what to do. I know somebody. Let's go and see the person. Absalom. Sorry. And Absalom, another novice. Another novice. Not trained in spiritual authority. He looked for the real cases. Oh, he didn't use wrong cases. He used the real cases that were going on. He used the real cases, cases that were happening. So the people now were in love with Absalom as against their father. So when you actually listen to the news, Absalom is correct. When God now also announces news, you realize that he was rather with David. So don't let everything you hear, every news you hear, don't, don't be sentimental because God might not be there. Don't be sentimental with every news. God might not be there. Absalom started calling people. Then the people now fell in love with Absalom. He even was able to convince David's advisors, Ahitophel, Hushai, 
convinced many of David's guys to be on the team with him. So they all saw, ah, this is the next king. Who is this is the next king. Oh, this guy. Ladies and gentlemen, don't enthrone yourself. You die like Absalom. Don't enthrone yourself. Let God lift you. <laughs> Let God lift you. Don't enthrone yourself. If God says he'll reward you, don't reward yourself. Don't reward yourself. Don't enthrone yourself. Don't try to make yourself what God already said you'll be. You'll be carrying an Ishmael. So, so, Absalom fought against his own father, was ready to kill his own father. Fear the man that God loves. I will tell you, the man that God has chosen, the man that God has selected, you don't get into a conflict with that person. Don't go in that direction. Then, whoever God sets on, uh, over you as a leader, be there. Be there. When it's time for your lifting, God will not miss the road. He knows what to do. I've seen God sack leaders because of certain people to become leaders. I've seen it. I've seen God sack leaders to make certain people leaders. I've seen it. Always amazing. God has sacked people for me to see. When it is time for your lifting, I said God will not miss the road. He knows where you are. He knows what to do. He knows who to remove when it is time. He knows what to do. And now, my, our, our church, our pastor does not support us. He does not support our music. Every day, Vesicodric, Vesicodric, Vesicodric. He doesn't support us. Pastor does every day, Vesicodric. Every time we come to say Vesicodric, Vesicodric. If pastor doesn't give us also the opportunity, how will we know that what we can do? He has to give us. And you see, it sounds nice. Every day, pastor is calling, he's calling, Vesicodric. Vesicodric. Then he'll call, you know, then he'll call El Conrad. All these three people. That's the only people that pastor has been calling. Who would say, why, why is pastor calling only these people? See, 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 see. Immediately, this, these people came. Grace Charles came, and this one came. Pastor has been letting them sing. But we have been in the choir since, and we have been there. Why? 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 Hey! If you fight Grace, Grace will never work for you. Let me tell you, anytime you see Something unusual, like somebody who has not been around for a while and God just immediately leave the person. It is the grace of God. Immediately say, like, for example, for example, when I told you about um, the young guy who, 17-year-old guy who paid for 35,000 copies of Rhapsody. Yeah. That's $35,000. In fact, he has another $10,000 to it. As we're talking about. So, when I heard it, so immediately takes... His church high with the with the with the giving for rhapsody. Immediately takes his church high. I, I could have said, Oh, is there even not for that guy? Because even actually not for that guy, that church will not win with. So, so I could have said, if not for that guy, like that church there, yeah, we can, we can, oh, we can, we can, we can, oh, if not for that guy. No, no, that is grace. That is grace. So immediately I said, Thank you, Father. I have members like this. You see? I said, I said, Thank you, Father. I have members like this. Yes, that grace is working for me. I have members like this. Thank you, Father. I have members like this. And a certain miracle happened when I did that. Recognize the grace of God. Once you see somebody from nowhere immediately comes to become something, you don't immediately say, ah, but I've been here for so long. Say, Father, thank you. This is the grace of God at work. And I connect to that grace. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. No, no, come. Let me explain something. If you are 100 years old, 
Yeah? And in the church structure, Nana is 18 years old. Yeah? And I say, okay, Nana is your leader. Okay? Within the structure. And you say, I will never respond to Nana. I really respect Pastor Enoch, but I'm not going to listen to Nana. You are a terrorist. I fear you. Because it's only a matter of time you do it to me. Because the, the problem here is your not understanding authority. That's the problem. It's not about Nana and me. Your problem is you don't understand authority. Because if you truly understand authority, you are going to respond to the authority I have set. So your allegiance is to the understanding of authority and not to me. Because if you don't listen to her very soon, you it's just a matter of time. It can take years, but you rebel against me. And I always prove it. I, one time I told Pastor Tusa, I said, look, when you see, for example, when this whole protest thing happened and, and, and uh, a CC pastor was posting and giving a view on it. Some people will say, no, no, it is not Pastor Chris who has spoken. I said, these people, they are not trained. They're not, because if truly you are trained, you will respect people like that. Even though it is not Pastor Chris who has spoken, this person who has spoken is so close to Pastor Chris that you have to respect the authority. If you don't agree with him, shut up. If you don't agree with him, you shut up. And openly, if he says, if openly he says, no, it is not so, and you still don't agree, agree with him outside. Agree with him outside. Don't go and put your family issues outside. Agree with your father outside. One thing I can't take is, you know, you know, if I'm angry publicly, and you have a point, shut up. Let me finish. Let me go. If I calm down, if you bring the case, I'll listen to you. Pastor Claude is an, a general in that. Once he sees that, I'm not, you just, yes, sir. Later, he will come and explain and understand it. Because outside, you respond, to, you respond to your father. You let the world know that you, there, is an, there is an order in your house. There's order in your house. I said, Lord, if you don't understand spiritual authority, you will not last. I'm telling you, God will kick you out. He says it's called the condemnation of the devil. This is one of the major things that happen in, dev- in, in heaven. If the, the moment God sees you acting like the devil, he remembers the show that happened. He remembers the movie that happened, how the devil took one tail of it. So God sees the devil in you. Every time you remind him. Anytime you rebel against authority, you remind God. That's how the devil was doing. He said, unless you fall into the condemnation of the devil, you know, I know a great man by his humility. This is a great man. Alex is a great man. Come. You know a great man by his humility. Pastor Claude is his pastor. They, they actually, they were in the same class eh? and same year in school and he became your pastor. It's not easy to submit somewhere like that. But he was his leader in school at that time. He has followed him to date and he still follows him. If I tell you how much he has given you understand why it is important to be humble. Father <laughs> Claude has prophesied to you severally, and they have come to pass. But you will carry yourself as an authority and be part everywhere. God, you cannot listen. You cannot listen. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and He will exalt you in due time. That's a great man. I don't know a great man by what you can do, because people have done what you've done. I meet young preachers. I meet young preachers. God bless you. I meet young preachers. You see them. They have no father. They have nobody they are responding to. You know? No, no, no spiritual authority. Nothing. And it's always stifling their grace. 
always stifling their grace, always stifling their grace. They never move forward. They will keep doing ministry for the for the where two or three are gathered like that. If you are going to get anywhere, spiritual authority. If you are going to get anywhere, spiritual authority. Spiritual authority. Spiritual authority. The nobodies are the proudest. Yeah. They're the proudest. And why, why, why must we, why must we, you know, why must we, this one. Why must we, this one. No, 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 no. We must stand. We must stand. We must do it. The ba- there are things that, you, so many issues that you have to actually apply wisdom. There are certain things that when you stand up against, all right, publicly, all right, there's so many things that if you stand up against publicly, what you are doing is you're about to injure the system. Because you will let it be clear that this system is not trustworthy. And everybody will, anybody can follow what you did. What are you doing? You're about to enjoy the system. Not a notice. Many young businesses have destroyed. Let me use Eric as an example. Eric, come. When he was starting his photography, did I immediately say, go and start taking pictures? What did I do? I told you to understudy somebody. So go and be what? Apprentice. Say, the, say it well. <laughs> Photographic apprentice. And you, have, you were his apprentice for how long? Uh, two, years. two years. Up to today, you, you still shoot when he calls you a day. I'm a CEO. I am a CEO. I have to do my dream. My dream must come true. You have not saved anybody. Pride. 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 Oh, you don't know. It will take you longer. So it took him shorter to get to where he is. I, I can't share the testimony well because there's, there's a certain testimony he shared with me, massive testimony. I can't share it now. For you to know that I don't see a small guy here. But he was apprenticing for somebody for two years. I told you, I said, go and, well, he said, and I taught him a lot with loyalty those times. There was a time you told me that you had a, a deal and you forfeit his deal to go and do your deal, and you had a problem. Meanwhile, he was not paying you. Whether you got something that will pay you, you he, he left the person, God was teaching him something. It's not about money. It's not about money. It's not about money. Not a novice. God will train you with spiritual things. Thank you. Spiritual things. Spiritual training. What have you survived? What have you survived? What have you survived? What have you become? You see, what have you become? Does God know you? Has God trained you? You see, has God trained you? When God thinks you are ready, he will now start showing you. There are many people I could tell you over here. You know, every time you see, you, every time you see me, you know, sharing the testimony of somebody like Chelsea. When Chelsea came to church, she came to church with the mentality of, you know, I know this. I can do this for the church. She realized that everything, everything she knew was rubbish to God. Rubbish. Every time I have issues with something to do, what she thought she's doing an excellent thing. Because something needed to happen to her. She needed to break. She needed to break. 
Because wherever she had come from, she was the most intelligent person over there. And she said, you have come to God, we will slap you and, <laughs> and destroy your pride. Until she became, you know, fully committed to God. Didn't think she, she, she deserved anything. Didn't think she knew anything. Then God said, we can now start. It's one of the key things. There's nobody that God has lifted for me to see without God washing the person. And the person becoming, okay, God. What would you like to do? Most of the people come to God, you know, I really, I, I've seen it with music so many times. Some people come to church and, yeah, I'm really, really good. You know, you need to give me, I've said, and so they will not last. They will have sit in the choir, one, two, three. They can't take the training. They can't take the training. Then they will leave. Yes, let them go wherever they want to sing. But if it's the house of God, you go through training. They will let you back. There's some people are so good that if they come to church and for three Sundays they don't hold mic, they think this is not for me. This is not for me. Do you know how good I am? Do you know how good I am? <laughs> Do you know how good I am? There are some places you get to, you should be, even be afraid to say that I have sung here before. You should not, not say it. Don't say, let God lift you. God knows 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 you. I have had, I have had a leader. Alright? I have had a leader. I had finished SS. She was, she had just finished GSS. She was my leader. You see? I had finished SS. You know what it means to finish SS? Yeah, I finished SS. You know what it means to finish SS? You know what? You want to tell the world. You're, you're about to enter uni. One day, as I sat down and myself and some of my friends, you know, we acted our faith by writing she said we needed to give for um, Rhapsody and, you know, we are not giving yet. She said we needed to give for Rhapsody, we are not giving yet. So we were trying to act our faith and, you know, we took a paper and we wrote $5 million on a paper. And we gave it to her and said we are paying for $5 million. The JSS lever looked at the paper and said, you are playing with me. All of you kneel down. And all of us had finished SS. That was a major test that day. Probably if I feel that test, I'll not be here today. When you see people being offended and leaving church, it's a manifestation of pride. A whole me. A whole me. You. Who? A whole you. Who are you? She didn't talk to me well. Kai! We knelt down. She kept us daily for a while. You are playing with me. You people are playing with me. Jesus, leave her. People are playing games with me. You've never entered SS. He was telling us, we're playing. and we were, we were just obeying spiritual authority. We had to pass that test. You will never be given authority until you pass the test of authority. 